My guest today is one of the iconic voices in all of progressive rock. Of course, he's the former singer for Yes, and he has a new album coming out with the Flower King's Roy Nestolt called Invention of Knowledge, and I'm thrilled to welcome the legendary John Anderson. Hi, Roy. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks for the very good review. <laughs> My pleasure. The album is fantastic. I want to talk about that, of course. Uh, but let me ask you quickly... You just finished the tour with the John Luke Ponty band. You know how was that tour, and what was that experience like? Well, working with John Luke is just amazing. Uh, he is a master and a maestro of the violin, and a great sort of friend. We talk about music on so many levels. And we're always interested in the next step. What are we going to do next? And uh, working with him and his mu the musicians in the band are all people that he's worked with. They're incredible people and just phenomenal musicians. Extraordinary. Yeah, hearing some of the, the uh, recordings from the live uh, album that you guys put out, everything sounded uh, incredible. It's funny because that was the basic first time we rehearsed for a couple of weeks or so, then did that show. But then, you know, when you're on the road, it evolves every night. The, the way they play, the way they perform, and this last tour was like, my God, standing cool. ovations all, all through the night. <laughs> I bet. Uh, you know, when you do a, some Yes songs uh, when you're on this last tour when, when you were playing, when you approach that part of your catalog, you know, outside of, of playing with the original band, of course, uh, uh, now when you're, like when you're playing with the John Luke band or whatever. Yeah. Uh, do you approach them differently all the time? Does it, do you have to get into a sort of different mind space when you're, how to approach those songs now? You think about it, it's 40 years later, obviously with Jean-Luc and uh, being a great violin player, I, I would ask him to do some rhythmic violin in On of a Lonely Heart to make it more, from any standpoint, a bit more fresh. The 21st century, in some ways, you just kind of want to do them a little bit more updated. Um, if it was the same band as the 70s band, you're going to play it like that. But if you're working with another band of musicians, you're going to play it different. So I would generally want to push the envelope a bit and start doing some very different styles of uh, music around songs like uh, Long Distance Runaround or The Wonder Stories. Same goes for Anderson, uh, Raven, Wakeman. We're going to be doing a lot of classic yes songs, but we both me and Trevor started talking about how to recreate them in a more cinematic way with right. more adventurous. So you, you, you tend to not want to be just uh, performing them the old way, which is beautiful, but you want to perform them in, in a, for a fresh way. And, and it can, you know, when, when we were just doing uh, Long Distance Runaround with Jean-Luc, it was more like a Indian raga. It was very, very surreal feeling on stage and then all of a sudden I started singing uh, long distance run around and the audience go crazy and start singing along it doesn't matter to, to me right. as long as the audience reaction is good of course I want to talk mostly about the new album the Anderson Stolt uh, album that you're doing with Roy Nestolt from of course. You know, bands like Flower Kings and Transatlantic and uh, that album is is already getting a great response. The reviews, uh, you know, we were happy to write a, a fantastic review about it, and we're seeing a lot of great press coming out. I guess the story is that you guys first met on the Prognation at Sea Cruise when you performed with Transatlantic, and he's a member of that band. When you first started working with him, 
what made you sort of realize, oh, this, this is a guy I can work with on an album. Maybe we should do something. I don't know. Just when you meet people, there's, there's a certain um, musical camaraderie right away. You get a feeling that we know each other. He knows where I've been and what my uh, musical taste is, of course. And uh, it was very easy to talk with him. And then I watched him perform and just realized that he was a very, very soulful guitar player. He wasn't just making a lot of noise. You know, we glanced at each other on stage two or three times, and I just sensed the camaraderie, as I say. And then when uh, we were asked to talk about doing a project together, it was very easy for us to understand each other. So how does it start then? Did you send him first some lyrics or some melodies, or did you no, have no, demos? No, no, no. Well, basically, I had a collection of songs that I always wanted to uh, make an album out of. Uh, and over the years, I've been working on so many songs. Uh, there's certain ones that sort of stand together very well. Then run you the songs already sort of the music was already there and the lyric and the song and melodies and everything. But then he, he realized very instant how to do all the music his way, keep the song intact, but do the music his way. And that was the, the greeting of uh, two musicians because he would send me a demo of the idea and I just said, perfect. <laughs> Whereas like uh, the first piece of music uh, you would call that Positive Alive is always, always growing. Is, is the song uh, Invention and the idea of Invention when I first recorded that was with a string section very sort of uh, John Adams sort of rhythmic strings cellos and it was this music that was sent to me by a guy in Liverpool called Neil Campbell and we became friends and I wrote a lot of music with him but this was one of the pieces so I sent Rowan me singing with a string, a string section so when he started creating the music, it was totally a different way of looking at the, the idea. And because I trusted his musical judgment, it worked for me right away. So that's what we did with almost all the songs. He, he, he got a demo of an idea, and then he rejuvenated the music within that. And, uh, and it was the music in between the songs that captivated me because it gave me the chance to add more song, lyrical vocalizing sort of ideas so it was this wonderful um to and fro of mp3s <laughs> was it was that a new way for you to work uh or is that something you've done more in 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 this sort of newer age of recording of sending files back and forth over the internet yeah two or three times uh on different levels i did an album called survival which again was based on uh music that i was writing with people we would send each other MP3s and evolve the piece of music until it was really great. And that was the idea of survival uh, as an album. And then I did a, another project called Open, which was a piece of music that I sort of invented just for guitar. And then I gave it to this friend to do some orchestration and he came back with a total orchestration of the project and it just uh, blew my mind. And that's how we worked on that. So. The world is a studio, thanks to the internet. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. You know, one of the parts when I first heard the music for the first time, the opening uh, sort of acoustic section of the very first track when, when you start singing the, the verse really was like, gave me chills. It, it's, it's, it sort of brings you back to, wow, this is really classic John Anderson, yes-sounding material that 
a lot of people maybe haven't heard like something like this in a long time. When you listen back to the album now that you've had it for a few months as finished, what what's sort of your impression listening to it, and does it give you that sort of classic vibe? Of course, because it was put together in sections over a period of time, uh, and I was touring, he was touring, and we were all doing different stuff. Uh, I was working with Jean-Luc and stuff, things like that. So eventually, at the beginning of this year, was the first time I could put it all together and say, oh, I can listen to the whole album. And I, I made a CD and put it in my car, and it was such an incredible feeling that, I don't know, I just found my... Uh, mojo, my musical mojo that I had with Yes. I, I knew how to work with the musicians in Yes throughout my time with Yes to the point of the last uh, large scale that piece I did was Mind Drive. And thinking of that, that is, is, you know, these are all to me sort of epic ideas, musically speaking. And to be able to at last do it again with Roya was like a, a drink of my career that now I can do this more and more because. It works for me. Great, great to hear. People will love that. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the subject matter. There's a lot of knowledge and knowing and that sort of thing in, in all the titles and throughout the album. What were you trying to get across? It, a lot of it maybe is stream of consciousness or what are the lyrics about? Well, it's a combination of learning ley lines. You just Google ley lines, you'll find out what ley lines are. They surround this planet. They're in, in, interwoven into the planet, there's crystal streams of energy. Um, you know, we live on a, a very amazing, mysterious uh, world, and we don't know so much about it. We're very much uh, growing up in a land of, of uh, materialism and very confusing uh, religious. Is if you look and, and and realize that we reinvent ourselves almost every day because of what we hear, what we see, what we feel. So we are evolving constantly, and uh, we are eternal beings. And these are the things that uh, are coming into my lyrical world. Uh, um, and you and I, you know, have very similar lyrics, but different. As you get older, you, you sort of modify your approach to how to say deep and connected, this oneness of being, and so on. So those are the main energies that come out lyrically into this album and uh, it feels the right time to say it this kind of way and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who actually get it. Yeah and they also fit with the vibe of the music and, and sort of the epic nature of the music. It all comes together and it, it seems to fit. I wanted to ask you a little bit about the Raven and Wakeman project where that is in, in the recording process. Have you guys been recording or how is that coming along? Well, we've been recording some ideas over the last couple of months. We're going to get into it next week. Trevor's going to start work on it later this week, and uh, Rick's going to be involved transatlantic through the Internet. We've got a design, musically designed, uh, aim for, and I think we might have it all sort of tied up by August, and then we'll start rehearsing for a tour in October. So we really feel very comfortable about where we're heading musically. It's going to be quite a trip. I, I think people are thrilled. I'm thrilled uh, to have you know Trevor back and Rick back working with you is, is something I think every Yes fan has been wishing for for many, many years. So uh, I'm sure it's going to be uh, amazing. Are you going to be playing stuff from, uh, I guess, the, uh, the classic uh, 70s Yes along with some of the 80s stuff that Trevor was involved in together? Yeah. 
It's a combination of both. And uh, again, it's a question of how we present it in the show, how we present it to the audience, that we're very concerned that we're doing the right thing. We do, we honor the history of our work with Yes and Yes Music. And as I said just a minute ago, I was doing a email interview. Music of Yes Music is within me. I, you can't just discard it and get on with something else. It's still there inside of me. And uh, to be working on the idea of the next understanding of Yes that I hear is going to be fantastic. The Anderson Raven Wakeman tour is coming uh, where I am, so I definitely plan on being there, and hopefully we can say hi and, uh, you know. Yeah. But all right, John, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks now, Roy. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. I'd like to thank John for the interview. For more information on the Anderson Stoll Project, check theprogreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Prog Report and download the podcast on iTunes. Thanks. Deduce this whole